0: Welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I am your host, Sarah Gorski, and I am here today, my listeners, with a brand new guest for you. I have brought you Miss Amelia Hamill. Hi, Amelia. Hi. It's so nice to be here. I'm excited. I really am. I'm fucking excited. We can swear on this podcast. I forgot to tell you that, Amelia. I swear all the time. I love
1: that. Amelia, what? Can you tell our audience about you? Who are you? Um, well, I'm obviously amazing. That's, okay. that's very clear. Um, I'm a screenwriter. I'm a comedian. I am, uh, you know, just your go-to girl on so many things. I've lived in Los Angeles for almost 16 years now, which is terrifying. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know. That's almost twice as long as me. It's, it's a long time to live in La La Land.
0: Amelia, when I first met you, I had this vibe on you that was like, she's a total radical feminist, just like I am. Is that true?
1: That's so true. It's so true. (laughs) To the point that my dad is always like, you know, boys don't ever like feminists. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. (laughs) You
0: know what? I'm fine with it too. I had this like hilarious conversation with my dad the other day where I'm trying to remember now what he said about me it, he meant it in the best way and he was like well you know you get really you know excited uh about these topics." I was like yep I do yeah I fucking do
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. oh bless yeah. their hearts we love our dad I know they didn't yeah. know they were gonna have
1: feminist daughters it is what it is
0: like weirdly enough I do feel like I'm partially a feminist like because of the way my dad raised me but he wasn't trying to to do that it's just like what the result was
1: (laughs) well I was definitely raised by a feminist I mean I was raised by a single mom my mom was amazing and then my dad was sort of that weekend dad who would like kind of swoop in and be like why aren't you like waiting on the boys and I'm like because they're my same age and if they can't figure that out that's on them (laughs) (laughs) like even when I was little I was like grow up oh Well, that's not how my dad was at all. He was
0: always like, you can do it. Like, let me teach you how to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, great. And then other people are like, oh, you can do, you can do. I just changed my wiper blades on my car. I was like, yes, feminism. (laughs) Um, anyway, I'm totally distracted uh, now from our, our main topic. I'm so I'm... excited you're here, Amelia, for your first Me... episode. I, th- I think probably the first of, of many. I hope um, so.
1: I am so excited. So.
0: And you're here in February, which, as I said last week, um, listeners, is one of my favorite months because we get to celebrate and uplift Black history together with Black History Month.
1: Absolutely. And the second you said that, I mean, you were there. I just started spouting out names. I was like, there's so many you amazing did.
0: people. I was like, yes, that one and that one. And then I was like, okay, now you just have to pick which one you want to cover. So um, I'm really excited for the broad you brought today because I have not covered her. She is one of the, like, I feel like most iconic black broads in America. Um, and sometimes I like avoid the ones that are so popular because I'm like worried I'm going to mess up their story. So I haven't done her yet. And I'm so excited you brought her. And to be honest, I don't know much
1: about her. So tell, well, tell the audience, what I mean, so Harriet Tubman. What? was the architect of the underground railroad. And Absolutely. I think I've been getting a little bit feisty about her lately because number 1 they're trying to teach people in Florida that like slavery was good for the African American community, which we all know is not true. Wait, that's um, happening? Yes, in Florida. He's, like, taking stuff out of, like, the textbooks and putting in, like, but look at all the skills they learned. (laughs) And it's, like, uh uh-huh. I knew they were taking out
0: stuff from the textbooks. I didn't realize they were inserting. Yeah,
1: they're inserting absolutely. Absolute bullshit. I mean, just, exactly. Absolute bullshit. It's just like, well, but look at all the trades they learned, and then they got to be in America. It would have taken them so long to get to America if we hadn't kidnapped them and forced them in slave labor. We're talking about DeSantis specifically, right? Absolutely. It's it's mostly in Florida, but it's happening kind of all around, where people are trying to really whitewash history and pretend (sighs) that wasn't what it was. But the other thing about Harriet Tubman that I... I'm fascinated with is how many people don't actually know what the Underground Railroad was, you know, because it was such an important part of it. And so I just wanted to talk about her today, about the Underground Railroad and about what an amazing feminist she was. Because for the time, she was like the feminist queen. And that just gives me goosebumps every time. And so she wasn't very well liked, right, by white people because she well, was both black and a
0: feminist and an abolitionist. She was like the. the I thing. mean, I don't
1: think people of her time really knew about her. I think she sort of became really? more of a cult thing later. She oh. was born. Now they don't actually know what year she was born, but after like looking through old records and things of the people who owned her at the time, they sh- they think she was born in 1822 in Maryland. Okay. Okay. She was obviously b- born to a slave couple and there have also been a lot of reports that her father may have actually been white that she might have been the product mm. of rape. Now, that's never been substantiated, so I don't want to like start pretending like I know, but it's it's entirely possible at that time, you know. Yeah, because that's kind of what happened. The enslaved people were considered property and they didn't, weren't considered to have any rights. Absolutely. So she oh, used to get beat up a lot when she was a child because of her strong spirit. And at one point they actually threw like a tin, like, I, they, they sort of explain it in different ways, but some sort of like a tin cylinder or something. I don't want to say a keg, but maybe something along the lines Ooh. of a small keg. And they hit her directly in the head. What? And after like that as a was, kid yeah she was six I think what the? She was fuck? like six years old and they were like beating her up and somebody thought it would be fun to throw this at her head
0: and ask like that, the slaveholders is this like the yeah I'm
1: sure it was just like a round table of disgusting white people being like <gasps> whoa this is amazing um, you know but uh, after that they said she was brain damaged but after that she also she became incredibly religious. And starting Mm. having what she called visions. And she thought that, you know, God was talking to her. And at that point, she said that God had, she was very religious. A lot of the slaves were, I mean, they needed hope. For fuck's sake, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you're living the absolute worst version of being a human. Of course you need hope. And Mm -hmm. so she believed that God had, had, told her that her destiny was to free the slaves. Wow. And so as she got older, two herself and two of her younger brothers actually escaped at one point. There was actually, um, I saw like a reproduction or a, I don't know what it was, an old picture of the posters they put up everywhere. They offered $100 for each of them. So the,
0: Did you say what state this was in? Where was she at? What
1: well, she was in name? Maryland at that point. Maryland, and Then she okay. escaped to uh, Pennsylvania, I believe. Um, hmm. And there were posters everywhere where, where they were offering $100, which now, at least according to what I read, would be the equivalent of about $3,500 each Wow! return them. So they would, How old
0: were they at that point? They were, they were, um, they were all in their
1: 20s. She was about 27. Okay. Both of her brothers were younger. So they were about 25 and 22, something like that. Um, okay. And they were all returned. And then she got away again. And that is when she really became the mastermind and the orchestrator of the Underground Railroad. Because she made it her mission to go back and free all of her family members. And so she created this entire network of people who were sympathetic, just like in World War II, we're all much more, you know, educated in that, where people would hide you in their basement or their attic or whatever, and they would help you sneak. They'd hide you in the back of their carriage and they would take you somewhere. And she was able to to actually extract 70 slaves using this system, just all on her own. With like she had just like networked and found the same she networked who were she found sympathetic people exactly and you know I'm sure that she had a lot of help and all of those things but that was really what she did so she was able to actually get her family out in total they they say it was about 70 slaves and then the Civil War started and she volunteered she worked as a nurse and as I mean, uh oh gosh, what did they call her? Wasn't a spy, but she would like go ahead and sort of check things out before the troops would move to make sure that they mm. knew what was going on. And yeah. so and a scout that, I think they're scout, right? Yeah, a scout, exactly. That's I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. And then <laughs> with that, she was at, at help able to help extract seven hundred more.
0: 700 more in addition by helping
1: the union soldiers in certain attacks and all of these things. Now, the, the part of her that I find almost the most fascinating is that when she was done with that, even with illnesses and all those things, when she was feeling well enough, she said, okay, well, we're taking care of that. So now let's work on women's rights. And she went out and actually, was helping get women rights. She Was this wore-
0: post-abolition? This was post-Civil War, post-abolition. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, later on. Wow. So she was actually... I mean, she was, a, she was a suffragette. Oh, my God. How come like, I don't know that? What the fuck? Because nobody wants to talk about her. And I think that the most frustrating thing... That at least in recent times was that a few years ago they actually voted to replace Andrew Jackson on the twenty dollar bill with a picture of Harriet Tubman, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, and I think that like it just sort of got lost in the shuffle. Oh my god! So when I was googling today to sort of see what they were saying, the most recent update that I could find was from 2022. When they said that they were shooting for 2030. 2030. Why does it take so long? Wait, wasn't Andrew Jackson an asshole? Am I right? Of course. Yeah. Goes? He owned slaves. He did all sorts. I mean, not that. Yeah. I'm sure you can find garbage on most of our. I post- mean, all of our. Many yes. of our founding
0: fathers were. Had slaves. Slave we know You this. know, I mean, yes. the,
1: the whole. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, fable of washington's teeth being wood is absolute crap like all of his teeth were actually teeth that were pulled out of perfectly healthy slaves and made into dentures just for
0: him i think i did know that and i i don't
1: think yeah and i I I disconnected it in my brain because it's so disgusting it's just gross you know what i mean um so you can find some garbage on all of our presidents um but yeah jackson i mean he was not the best dude he, he didn't think slavery was a bad thing. So they had decided that they were going to do that. They mocked it up. It looks amazing. It's this very cool, very badass picture of her. Oh, I want to look it up. And then it's just fizzled. And so I really kind of want to like start something up because I think she absolutely 100% deserves to be a huge part of American history because she did so many amazing things. Not only for the you know the slave community but for the you know just women in general like seeing a bunch
0: of mock-ups there's like a bunch of them out, and they're amazing
1: like look how good they look
0: she's so much better than andrew jackson
1: absolutely you know what i mean it's a very distinguished picture she's got her little hat on she's just like she looks so good so i'm not really sure like the 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 line that they gave in one of the articles was that they needed to put more security measures into it to make sure that nobody could bill. copy it. Okay. They like put all were those already doing that measures. With the Jackson one. Exactly. Like <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but does that really take like over a decade?
0: So does so wait, I have questions. I, I have questions yeah. about her her. So what did her kind of religious like fervor like that whole um, visionary aspect was that did that go throughout her whole life or did that was that kind of like more of an inciting incident for no
1: I think that was that was really kind of what drove her she really felt a connection with God and Mm. just that that was her journey you know like to her being hit in the head with that it was some sort of a metal thing and once again yeah weren't really clear on what it was but that was her inciting incident to just be awakened to what her journey was on earth. And she really did follow it through, through her whole life. I mean, she was a feminist, you know, she lived to be, um, she lived until like 1913 in New York. Wow.
0: How old did that make her?
1: Uh, I can't do the math
0: with the top of my, you said she was born in which year? 1913? She was
1: 18. So she would have been 91. Oh my gosh. That's
0: so old for that time period.
1: Yeah. And, like, and if for you a look woman, up, you her, up her she had two pain. husbands, if you look them up, they're fascinating, specifically her second husband. What's their um, story? Were they Well, I mean, they were also activists. Huh. You know, yeah. like, like, she met them throughout this and was like, if you're not on board with my plan, then we're not, you know. It's just very yeah. empowering. And she's somebody that I really believe that we should be studying in more. Was she,
0: like, did she? Did she work at all with some of the other bigger feminists of the time period, like
1: popularity-wise, that we have heard of more, or was she kind of was black feminism like a totally separate? I I think it was a totally separate thing, honestly, for the <sighs> most part. You know, I mean, I mean, look Bummer. at it. Even now, I think one of the most fascinating things that came out of the pandemic was watching Black Lives Matter happen, mm-hmm. and having black men be like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, ladies, stay in your lane," like let's get mm. us up and then we'll bring you in later. And then you go over to, you know, Me Too movement and all the white women were like, whoa, 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 ladies of color, stay in your lane. This is more about us than it is about you.
0: Well, not all, uh, well, I should say not, Well, of not course all that's all not
1: true. But- <laughs> that's a terrible
0: thing to say, not all women.
1: But like watching that was actually really fascinating to me because in my mind, I'm like, we're looking at one specific group that keeps get pushed aside and it's always women of color.
0: Yeah, always I mean, I'd like thing. to think I, I'd like to think that intersectional feminism is becoming more widespread and more understood by a lot of more progressive groups, at least. I,
1: I, I mean, I would like to think but that, too. And and maybe it is, but it's not happening as fast as we would like it to. Honestly. Oh, my God, definitely not. And we covered I mean, listeners
0: who might remember way back. Oh, my gosh. I think it was Chloe maybe did an episode on Melina Abdullah, the the. Um, Angelino, an L.A. woman, who she helped found uh, Black Lives Matter L.A. So oh, was sure, like, sure. Man, those were the days in the pandemic, too. That was like when Black Lives Matter was kind of, it hadn't just started kicking off, but I feel like it got um, so much more national attention then. Yeah.
1: But it was just interesting to me to watch that happen because it really was both movements in a time that should have been exciting for all of us yeah pushing one group aside and it was both of them (laughs) you know what I mean it was like what is happening and so I think that I think she was a little bit alone in her feminism um and a little bit alone in just her her core belief that slavery was wrong and it was her duty to do something about it
0: was she ever involved like at the like I feel like now she's widely known to be somebody who like helped push forward abolition and make that happen. But would, was she actually involved like on the political level, like with some of the legislation and the, the politicians who made that happen, or was she really was she really just kind of an island saving folks from enslavement? Like, is that
1: more? I think really- for the most part, she was an island. I mean, it was really just kind of her on her own little rogue mission she may have tried to, but I can't imagine anyone would have listened to her in the 1800s. You know what I mean? Even the most progressive people at that time would have been, why are we listening to an ex-slave who escaped multiple times and created oh this whole thing to get people out. Now she was a nurse for the union army. She did all sorts of amazing things. So was the,
0: this might be a totally ignorant question. And, uh, so if it is, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, but is, so the Underground Railroad, was it only her, like literally kind of her pathway from where her family was to Maryland? Or was it like a, I had thought it was like
1: widespread throughout the country. I is mean, it, it, it definitely accurate? was widespread in that she was moving people from Maryland and sort of that area all the way up to Pennsylvania. Um, but from the, I mean, I'm not no expert by any stretch of the imagination. I highly encourage people to look her up because she's fascinating. And yeah. I just didn't have time to read 50 books this week. What um, are you
0: talking about? You don't have time to read 50 books a week? No, I have
1: a <laughs> It's ridiculous.
0: I know. Um, I have a literal stack of of books to be read on amazing oh, yeah. broads that, you know, sit, sit unread many, many weeks. But it
1: wasn't just her. I mean, you need to keep in mind, I don't know if you or any of the listeners watch The Handmaid's Tale, um, but it's very much like what they have on there. And that is basically like someone brings you to house A and you hide in their barn. And then somebody else comes and takes you to, house B where you hide in their attic and then somebody else puts you in the back of a wagon and hides you under a bunch of hay and takes you to a different state and then drops you off in a field. And then, right. you know, what no, I mean? and then, a,
0: and then a carriage comes, pick you up, pick you up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like it's a very complicated. Yeah. Sort of a, you know,
0: was it like, you know obviously at the time they didn't publicize anyone involved with it it was like a big secret right but like now looking back do we like do can they track like who all was a part of it besides harriet like I obviously mean, she was
1: like the the i i don't know that they leader. would have been able to do that no matter what cuz it's not like people would have admitted to it even later in their lives yeah, you know yeah, what i mean true. like even after slavery yeah. was abolished it's not like all of a sudden we became a non racist country So, you know what I mean? And honestly, you probably still could have been prosecuted in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? You could have been prosecuted for kidnapping. They could argue that maybe the person didn't want to go or whatever, you know. Or even just prosecuted by, like, the people that you live around like. Absolutely. So I don't know that there's any way to do that. I'm sure that there are books that go into way more detail than I've been able to do, but it was just always a fascinating thing to me that she just took it upon herself and said, this is my mission and I'm going to go find the people that will help me. Um, And she did. And she saved hundreds,
0: if not even more. Like What's incredible to me is that I don't even, I don't imagine she had like any resources. Like she had escaped enslavement herself. And Twice. she made it her mission, but she didn't, she wasn't like a trust fund baby who like, you know, could bribe everybody and like make these things like she, like, I imagine what it must've been like. And her just literally being like a master networker of like connecting with people and figuring out really quickly, like who is a safe person and who's a you. trustworthy person and who's not because only one person in the chain breaks it apart, right? Oh, like, all it takes is like one person like thinking to the cops and shit, and then the whole thing gets taken down, right? Which is well, probably also why people didn't know what your next steps. I feel like there's ways they well, and and that, and like, that's why they also
1: don't tell you exactly. That's exactly why you don't know what all the steps are. Is because then it, even if they catch Joe, Joe can't, can't tell, tell him. you. All he yeah. knows is he's dropping somebody off in the middle of a field. He doesn't right. know what the next step is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then someone was in charge of all of it, and it was Harriet. And it was Harriet. Yeah. And so I want her on the $20 bill, like, today. Like, I really today. want everybody to just, like, write, put Harriet on the $20 bill now. And then like just, our just senators? mail it to every politician that they can find an address for. We should. Listeners, we should do that. that we would be should. Good. She's so important. And who wants to look at Andrew Jackson? He looks like, I don't know. I mean, the our dollar bills
0: are filled with fucking white men. And this country was only on, by the labor of white men. In fact, literally they did
1: the the least of the labor. (laughs) I feel like safe to say. Exactly. So I don't know, but I, I think that, you know, I remember when that was announced and I got really excited and then it just kept fizzling. And now, I mean, I can barely find anybody who even has talked about it in years.
0: But. I will have to say, I know this is like a non-serious um segue, but I do really, really love Wanda Sykes, Harriet Tubman on History of the oh, World. It
1: was <laughs> wow, I mean just like, the idea of very comedic,
0: <laughs> <laughs> But like but it was nice to like see that. So like that show is like filled with like, you know, it's like I feel like it's a lot of white men and a lot of Jewish men in history because that's what history is all about. And then, you know, at least they got Harriet Tubman in there. And Wanda Sykes is just hilarious and brilliant.
1: And I can watch Wanda Sykes do anything pretty much. I know. She just cracks me up. But it was funny because, I mean, there's no way that Harriet could have been that sassy. But the idea that she could have been is amazing. I mean, don't you don't think she could have been that sassy? I mean, no, not in those times. I mean, she could have been like a strong-willed woman, which she obviously was. But well, I don't, yeah. I don't know that she was like joking around, even with the white people that were. Well, not her. joking, but certainly, you know? like, I think <laughs> certainly, I think bold
0: and sassy to get things done. Like you don't get, you can't get this done by like
1: you can't or get- even talk people into trying to leave. That had to have been yeah. hard because they knew that the. The punishment for that was either severe beatings or death. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was a huge deal back then. Wow. Man, so, she was a
0: badass. She's hmm. a great broad, Amelia. Thank you for bringing her today. Yeah! I mean, you
1: know, I, I I just got excited, and I really want her on the $20 bill. I may just start drawing her on. <laughs> like, over Andrew Jackson? like <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, just like, Put a hat and just like Uh, like do some shading and you know
0: we need a woman on the we need a woman on the twenty dollar bill and um it needs to be a black woman and it needs uh, to be that's that's where I'm standing yeah we got Sacagawea on this that fifty cent coin that nobody uses.
1: Well, because well, like the they step knew is nobody like, would use it. That's why they put her on it. The $20 bill is probably one of the most used bills in all of the United States at this point. I
0: know. Can you imagine that in circulation? Like, just the impact of, like, I, I don't know. I, I I don't mean, like, maybe this sounds ridiculous, but, like, no, I don't think it sounds ridiculous, actually. Why did I just do that? Why did I, like, diminish? Yeah, don't diminish you know, it. It's can you imagine, a- like, little kids seeing Harriet Tubman on a dollar on a $20 bill that's used all the time? And, like, what that, like, you've already seen, like, what happened to all those beautiful little black girls who saw the little mermaid be black and who, like, oh those explode were exploded their videos. hearts. Like I just, like, like, watched those videos over and over and just, like, crying over them. Like, I just, my heart just exploded. And can you just imagine? Because representation is so important.
1: And, like, that's what this whole podcast is about, is well, making sure that these stories get told. Exactly. They get told. And then at least the kids in Florida will know that they need to at least Google her even though she's not in their history books.
0: I worry about those kids in
1: Florida. I do too. I, do. I think it's going to become like a thing later where they are held at a different place because of the education they had. Like they won't be able to get into colleges and stuff.
0: I'd like to think that there's some sort of Gen Z movement happening underground that I don't know about there in Florida too.
1: So we'll see. I mean, we'll listen, if there. Are, if I was in charge of things, a lot of things would look very different. But I have to say that I thought at least... In more naive times of my life, that we were further along than we really are, and it's disappointing every time I get proven wrong. You it's know, so disappointing every time because I'm like, really, we're going back to torches and, you know, yeah, sheets well, and
0: we are, we're, we are, we yeah. fucking have neo Nazis in Glendale, California, like that it's something that's happening and it's something that's even more important to talk about that's happening and not pretend like, Oh, everything's fine. Let's just not, you know, ruffle. Like let's talk about it and figure out how to move forward and past it. And
1: absolutely. But this idea,
0: starting with Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill, damn it.
1: Put Harriet on the 20 and then just mail it to any politician. And all the politicians just, like, postcards with, preferably, her face on them. What about phone? Should we call, too? Phone messages? Oh, yeah. I mean, after a while, they understand when people start calling them.
0: I think they do, like, log the issues, like, how many people write in. So Well, absolutely.
1: I mean, if we do that at my job, which, you know...
0: (sighs) is great. I did. I called. I called Adam Schiff's office um, yeah. because of the neo-Nazis in Glendale because I was disturbed by it. Oh, absolutely. And we a human being picked up the phone and talked to me for like 15 minutes. And An I was intern like, oh,
1: my lady, But still.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't think she was. I think she, she was a She might have volunteer. been a,
1: like, assistant. She
0: was a little older. She wasn't like a, you know you can tell when someone's like a kid on the yeah. other <laughs> like,
1: hello,
0: thank she you were
1: calling Senator Schiff's place.
0: No, she, she was more mature. She was, you know, older than us. I could tell like, but she was very nice. But then I got an email that was like a cookie cutter email back and I was like,
1: "Eh, that's usually their response. But I honestly, if we got enough people together to just really start just like bombarding them with mail, I don't remember how much stamps are anymore. Well, we buy the forever stamp and then it works no matter what they raise it to. Exactly. So we just get a bunch of forever stamps and then just like every day they just get like a new batch of them.
0: Put Harriet at the front. Amelia, thank you for being here today, for being my guest on the pod. We're so glad to have you. I know the listeners probably are really grateful not to like have me talking at them for
1: a full, you know, 20 minutes again all by myself. (laughs) Well, and I hope, please, by all means, you know, if I said anything that was incorrect in, you know, my research on her, please, you know, feel free
0: to help. We should do our own
1: research. Yeah, you know, everybody, just like, go look her up. She was just such a badass that she's always been very dear to my heart. And I remember when they decided to put her on the 20, I was just so excited. And so it really breaks my heart that they're just trying to bury her now. Well, so. maybe that will not always be the case, and I will hold hope for the future
0: because we need a broad on the $20 bill. We, and do. we need a black broad on the $20 bill. We
1: need a badass black broad on that 20 And I want I will just like I will spend nothing but 20s for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need a five. This guy's white. I don't like you know. <laughs> Let's change all the dollar bills over. Exactly.
0: All You're women, just all right? different poses of Harriet Tubman. I love it. No, no. Different women too. but <laughs> Obviously. Um, but no.
1: Well, thanks for being here. Of and course. I can't wait to have you back again. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone.
0: To learn more about Harriet Tubman, see some photos of her and the $20 bill that might be in our future, head on over to broadsoushouldknow.com. While you're there, you can click on over to the about page to read more about Amelia and me. Our bios, photos, links to all our cool stuff, all right there. Are you following Broads You Should Know on social? We are on Facebook and Instagram and now YouTube at Broads You Should Know and Twitter at BYSK Podcast. Like subscribe comment and if you really want to help the podcast share an episode with your friends and family or leave us a review on apple podcasts that really helps new listeners to find us to suggest abroad fill out the form on our website or email us at broads you should know at gmail.com broads you should know is produced by me sarah gorski and edited by chloe sky with original music by darren callahan Finally, if you really enjoyed hearing the story of Harriet Tubman and her amazing achievement building the Underground Railroad, then I highly recommend you check out a few of our similar broads from that time period. You can check out Bridget Biddy Mason, the L.A. real estate entrepreneur who sued her way to freedom. Melina Abdullah, who we talked about, who founded Black Lives Matter L.A. We've got stagecoach Mary Fields, who was the gun whiskey-drinking postmistress in the West. And finally, Cathay Williams, the formerly enslaved woman who enlisted in the military to fight in the Civil War. See you next week for another Black Broad You Should Know.